for the players. I'm good. Let's go. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culture as PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in that game's meeting. I want to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to join in future conversations with us, you can. Come and check out our socials, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter are working properly facebook is still hit and miss twitter is probably the best way twitter is the best we spend <laughs> so much more time on twitter but if you want to join the conversation as it happens head over to twitch.tv slash the bob cultures where you can watch us record this show live where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show if you want to support the show you can by telling your friends telling your family about this playstation podcast if you are listening on podcast services be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review if you are listening uh, wait if you are watching on youtube be sure to like subscribe with a comment below i endeavor to answer every single comment and if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopculturist. Uh, we can buy shirts and other sort of shit with our logos on it. Now, Max, I must have spilled some tuna mornay on myself because I can fucking smell it. And it's just like, it's like, because tuna is such an obvious smell. And seeing as I probably didn't breathe when I ate my tuna mornay because I fucking love it so much. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I'm sure it like fucking sprayed everywhere like Cookie Monster. And it's just for the next like week, it'll just be random tuna mornay smells throughout my house as I find it in like my crevices of me and the couch and just my house. Did that this afternoon. I had leftover spicy beef vindaloo for lunch. Mm. And after eating it, I burped and my, like, my throat's just like burning again. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, like that. Look, it's 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 not always bad when uh, when it comes back, but it, it depends on the dish. Not every dish is good the second time around. <laughs> Some dishes are better the second time around. Yeah, that's true. I, all right, I, I say that, but like, what? Which ones? Well, I find I find like, well, it, de- it depends on the context. Uh, of yeah, second yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, but you're on the fucking spot now, huh? I find that leftover spaghetti bolognese is better the second time. Not oh, I meant on the burp, but like leftovers. Yeah, some things way better as leftovers. Because yeah. we were talking about burps a second ago. I'm like, yeah, what, what food no, no. tastes good as a burp? Not much. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I just had spearmint ice cream with peanut M&Ms and that tasted pretty good on the way back up too. <laughs> but enough about that. Yeah. Why would you eat spearmint? No, no, we can't just, move. We can't just fucking move past this. Why don't you just go eat toothpaste, you fucking weirdo? It is the best ice cream flavor ever. Spearmint choc chip is the greatest of all kind. It's the goat of ice creams. Nah, bro. I, look, I say oh, that not having an answer. Actually, no, I lie. The best ice cream I ever had, and you can't even buy it because fuck if I know where... I, I Look, it's one of those things where I'm not even confident that I actually had it, and it's not just one of those Mandela effects. I just just before you well before I make you lose your train of thought, I want to thank the Mullet Show for saying spearmint rocks, but I don't know if I can trust the judgment because apparently Spider Man Combat is anus. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he's helping my cause here. <laughs> yeah, who knows? He does. He has demonstrated his his poor taste. Uh, but no, from the 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 best ice cream I ever had 
and I've never been able to find it since because I'm not even sure whether it whether it existed. I'm pretty sure it was Sarah Lee. They released a sticky date pudding flavored ice cream, and I fucking love sticky date pudding. So the, the, having it come in like a container, so because I normally have ice cream with my sticky date pudding, it's just mushed together into one thing. Oh my god! Welcome to further recipes. We just talk about food that we like. <laughs> not, yeah, not even remotely about PlayStation. How's your week been, Max? Not too bad. Mm. I don't remember much of this week, actually. I haven't really done anything too exciting. Oh, actually, you know what I did this weekend? I played Fall Guys in real life. Oh, shit. What? What? So I took my kid to Inflatable World yesterday. Yeah, what's Inflatable World? Well, so it's it's basically inflated jumping castles and obstacle courses and... So we went there because we, we I was originally going to take her to uh to, to the indoor trampolining place out on the out on the oh highway. bounce that's where I got COVID. But we went there and uh, they're like, "Ah, oh, due to uh, we're we're really sorry, but we're we're booked out for a private function all afternoon." So I had a screaming kid in the back seat going, "Dad, you, you said we're gonna, yeah, you said we're going to do something awesome." So I'm like, "Oh, inflatable world over in like East Geelong." I'm like, "Oh, we'll go over there. We'll do that." It fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> there was so many kids Ooh. every there was like five birthday parties there and hadley is like two and a bit she's three at the end of the year she's really small yeah. and all these kids are big and they're just running past her and one kid knocked her over and i wanted to punch him in the face but like i'm an adult and he was a kid it was really oh, his man. fault this happened to me the other week so it was just some kid being mean to james my son at a birthday <laughs> And I want I I sassling fuck out of that kid. I I I, I shouldn't have because the kid didn't pick up what I was putting down. But I was just giving them absolute grief. I was almost essentially I'm like you amount to nothing. Your parents don't love you. You're a piece of shit. I hope you fucking die. This kid's like six, and I'm tearing them a new asshole. And they're like, yeah, but like because it just goes right off them because they're six. Oh, I can't wait for someone to clip that out of context. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did not. I, uh, I I I abused a small child. They were mean to my so son. Like, so like Hadley and I were doing the obstacle course together because she was too small to actually like literally climb over any of the obstacles. I was like I was literally just picking her up and throwing her over. <laughs> then I was clambering over afterwards and there's kids just running past us and I'm getting down and rolling under things and it's intense. It was, I, it's well, a young man's game. I might, and unfortunately, to, I might have to no take because uh, he he's recently got into four guys. And, uh, you know, Father's Day is next weekend. So I get him, I have him on the Sunday. And- yeah. So I was going to, I was going to dress, I do some housekeeping before we get in the show. Do you want to record Friday night next week? Yeah. Okay. Being Father's Day on Sunday, I assume both of us are going to be pretty busy. Yeah. yeah I'll be, I'm, I'm busy on the day and I got wrestling on the Saturday. So yeah. Friday it is. Cool. Done. Nice. Yeah. It's good fun. Yeah. I'll have to go. Cause yeah, like, um, it'll be fun for me just to get, sweaty and you <gasps> probably get COVID again but um yep. like, james will love it like throwing him around like his oh yeah he'll he'll have a he'll have a he'll have a last the only thing is you like they they, they say don't do flips but like they don't police that too much yeah i didn't yeah well they, i think one of, one of them <clears throat> so they've got like eight separate like little enclosures set up so one of them's just a climbing wall and then you fall down onto the onto the the, the jumping castle yeah. One's got like three basketball rings. You go dunk some stuff. Then there's just one with like some obstacles and a slide. There's one where you wear a bungee cord and you run up and try and dunk the ball for, at the other side. So you get whiplashed back into the into the jumping castle. It's, it's pretty fun. It'd be fun for a kid James's age. 
But for someone Hadley's age and size, it wasn't that great for her. She would have had way more fun at the trampoline place. Oh, I was going to say, would you want to go again? Because I think that'd be fun. If we, we'll go be dads. Yeah, no. It's, um, yeah, I don't, Hadley was very overwhelmed. Well, what if, well, Because there wasn't the much we could do solo, place. which was a shame. Yeah. Well, yeah. only because, like, I know your kid, my kid are friends. So be, yeah. I think that'd be a bit fun. But yeah, anything else other than, uh, we've got real sidetracked by, like, being parents for a second there. What else are you up to this week? Uh, not much. Um, yeah, actually, really, bugger all. Like, bugger all. I did nothing today. I, I, I spent an hour and a half cleaning up my bird cage. Nice. Found a lizard in my house last night. Like how big? I was a tiny little gecko. He was just chilling out in the bathtub. Oh, that's cool. Do you know, know how the hell he got in there? But you know, whatever. Awesome. Oh, cool power too. Re- he, he, re- rescued him and threw him out in the garden. Lovely. He didn't want to pay rent, so fuck him. He's gone. What a prick. <laughs> Freeloader. <laughs> yeah. What about you? How's your week? Uh, <clears throat> my week's been interesting. Had a pretty shit brain week for one. Oh yeah. Uh, that's been. A bit of dumpster, but I won't won't burden you all with my bullshit. Um, other than that, no, my week's just been uh, my week's been same same as everything else, just repeat and you know, and uh, having my brain hurt, and then just keep going on through. But yesterday, uh, time of recording, so Saturday, I did have a wrestling show. Uh, we had a dream a DMDU's a death match uh, a, a, a <coughs> tournament. So it was thirteen competitors. I think it was like six matches, seven matches. Uh, all death matches, uh, and then crowning the death match champion. Uh, so the tournament cha- winner, as well as the death match champion, which was Joel Bateman, who is now Joel Beltman, because he's currently carrying three of those fuckers. It was awesome. Uh, there were uh, the where was one where the rules were you just had to use cans. So as long as it had cans on it, it was a legal weapon. So there was like a, a baseball bat with cans strapped around, a cut in half, so they're all pointy. Uh, then there was a chain like with cans hanging off it. There was a door with cans on it. There was glass with cans. Yeah, you know, they just kind of got crazy with it. Then there was uh, a two out of three fuckery boards match where it was just four different doors with random shit on it. And the first person to go through two loses. Uh, then there was uh, just a bunch of... There was just a, 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 one was entirely uh, entirely glass tubes. The light tubes, UV tubes, that was that was that was a mess. That was a lot to clean up. Uh, and then the main event, which was a twenty years of carnage, so to uh, to p- pay homage to one of the the most renowned and biggest deathmatch uh, champion uh, deathmatch matches to ever happen in Australia uh, twenty years ago between Mad Dog and I want to say Lobo, but it might be Lobo. It's not. It's uh, uh, fucking Snooker, not Snooker. What's his name? I don't remember his name. But either way, it was uh, the idea was that we're gonna play, pay homage to this massive match. So they replaced the ropes with barbed wire. They put light tubes on it. They had two buckets above the ring that at a certain time would flip and just unload tacks into the match. There was uh, a glass of pain that was set on fire and then someone was put through it. That's how I spent my Saturday. That shit entertains me. Max will never get enjoyment out of it until one day I get him to go to the show. And I think, I think you should. The next one's in Geelong, just saying, in September. I will front you the ticket. You can go sit with Maybe, Maybe that's what should have been the... Uh, <clears throat> the Max doesn't finish his uh, backlog, so he has to come to the wrestling one night. Oh, yeah, that, that, would, that would get you. Like, we're, I'm we're, now in, we're now at the end of fucking August, and I still haven't finished Assassin's Creed. Oh, I haven't even touched Red Dead in months. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, you're like... Hey, at least you finished... 
you finished one of three of yeah, your so backlog. Yes, I'm, I'm going to come out I'm, a winner. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting 0 and 3 so far because so I keep trying to play. You owe me a slab, a sixer, and a single can, and I owe you something a like slab that. and a single can currently. So, yeah, something like that. We'll just balance it out and we just both come out neutral except I get a six pack or something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I imagine that would be a pretty good deal. Like, like hey, you have to go to the wrestling if you're doing it. Suddenly, you just not, play nothing but Valhalla. <laughs> It's the motivation I needed yeah. to get through my back. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, it's just uh, you've just been usual work, doing what you <clears> do, <throat> and coming home and yeah. repeating. Uh, but yeah, one thing I ca- well, one thing I have done this week is I actually sit down and played some games. Now, once again, we'll talk like we uh, we'll we'll preface it for for from last week, preface it to this week only, so you all can know to keep an eye out. Both Max and I have been playing The Last of Us Part 1. That's the remake uh, that comes out very soon on PS5. Still can't talk about it right now. However, keep an eye on the YouTubes, on your podcast services. Uh, We will have some shit ready to go when that embargo drops. Get excited. Um, But yeah, that will happen when it happens. Other than that, this week, I finally, finally rolled credits on Cult of the Lamb and... It's since been corrected in a patch, but that game is mighty fucked post uh, post uh, beating all the fires. There's been th- there's been three patches over the last three yeah. days. We call it's, it was really bad there. Like I, like I still argue this game is in- incredible, and it will it will still make like my highest of the list this year. However, that post game experience was bad. As in, mm-hmm. anytime I would try to go run a sermon or do a ritual, it would just freeze, and it would just Everyone would be there. Everyone would be there, moving, getting ready to start the ritual, and then like a minute later, everyone's still getting ready, but nothing's happening. <laughs> it would hard lock sometimes. Um, there was when I took out the second, uh, the last bishop, but not the final boss. Uh, somehow, all the loot just went outside of the the play area, so I couldn't get it. So I couldn't mm. actually like get out of the encounter unless, uh, luckily, luckily I had the escape, so I could bounce out. Um, yeah, just a couple of little weird glitches. Another thing, like whenever you would go into your little chapel, only seven uh, followers would come in. Now that fucker's full. And I think pretty much yeah, that was comes I, in. I think I complained about that because I had a follower quest to be like, hey, sacrifice this person. Yeah. And that person would never fucking go into the chapel. Yeah. I was like, dude, are you serious? So it looks like that's been circumvented. So since playing... The freezes have stopped. Like, I'm not having those freezes mid-run. The the chapel's a lot better. More people are coming, etc. Um, so, oh, buddy in the chat goes, I've got one more tarot card to unlock for the plat. I have... So, like, I, I'm, I'm running for the plat because fuck it, why not, right? I have got everything, but there are two bishops that I need to beat without taking damage, and that is way harder than it should be for me who's incredibly incompetent. So I've got the first two. So the one out of Darkwood, which I did by absolute accident. That was Leashy, Leashy, Leshy. Um, Leshy. I, I got that trophy the first time I ran it and I didn't even realize. I went back to run it again and I got it without damage. I'm like, the trophy didn't pop, forgetting that I could have just looked at the list and realized I already had it. But I got the second one this afternoon, just before I came into into the, the to record the show. That one was a bit of a prick. Um... But yeah, so now the next one is the one in Anchor Deep, which just throws so many projectiles all the time. I don't know how I'm going to get through it unless I just happen to get a really hard-hitting weapon and just pound that fucker in the face uh, pretty quickly. But yeah, having... Like, I've put... 
I don't know, over 20 hours in this game already, which as I talked about last week, um, which I think last week when I recorded, I said 18, but I was barely like 15 hours deep at that point. Like I managed to get the roll credits um, in less than 100 days in the game as well. Not that that really means anything because there's no trophy or unlock or whatever, but I enjoyed that. Um, yes, I'm now like, oh shit, I'd be like, you know, 23, 24 hours or something now. Like I put a, a lot more time in it than I have with any, any previous games. Yeah, and I've got, yeah, just got the two bosses to beat without taking damage. I've got one more follower skin to get. And uh, that one is requiring me to find a very specific encounter um, throughout the, um, throughout a run. So I'm kind of trying to do two birds in one stone. If I don't find it in the run, I'll tackle the boss. All right, nah, not success. Go do the run again. Tackle the boss if I can't find it. Repeat, repeat. Um, and that's kind of been nuts. Especially someone that doesn't like like replaying the same shit over and over again. There's something about this game that's just absolutely grabbing me. Um, have you gone back to it at all? <clears throat> no. No, I haven't. I, okay. there, I haven't played too many games this week. Yeah. Um... Oh, I've I have done jumped- other games I've talked about, but I was curious about Cult of the Lamb. But no, I, I haven't I haven't jumped back into Cult of the Lamb yet. Because uh, one of the other now games... That it, now that I think it's patched out and everything's yeah. kind of stable, that now I might jump back in. Yeah, and there's also DLC now. You can buy like for 10 bucks or whatever it is, I think it's 10.45. There's a bunch more skins. So if you're someone that wants to play post-game and have more skins or whatever, sweet. Uh, sorry, buddy, if that encounter is buying the follower one, mine glitch. No, no, mine is not that one. I've got to go and, uh, there's a snail, got to pick, kick the shit out of his wife or something. And then that's what gives it to, I've got to then fight him and then I get it. Um, but there's one we've got to buy a tarot card off a cat. And that's the last one for the tarot card. But I did get that one because I got that one post-patch. Um, the other game that I've been playing is Rollerdrome. Uh, now we should mention this last week. Oh, so we should also mention that, yeah, thanks to the, the team over at Power Up PR Involved Digital for providing us the code for Cult of Lamb. Thank you to the team, uh, the dev team for uh, Private Vision, Annapurna for Roller Drone. Roller Drone's not very good. I don't like it. I told you it wasn't a U game. No, not at all. See, the, the problem that I have with it is like, I understand the mechanics, I get what it's trying to do, but there is so much empty space that it feels it feels really hard to string combos together. And I just look, it, it looks better than I expected. I remember when I originally pooped on them, I didn't really like the the, the shell, the cell shaded approach. Uh, yeah, and look, it looks better than I expected. That I can't, I can't argue. But from the gameplay for me, it's not landing. I, I, I'm not enjoying it. Like it doesn't feel fluid. Like it feels fluid, but like the trick part, which I guess is what I'm focusing on because for me, it feels very Tony Hawk, but a really subpar Tony Hawk. Um, that I'm trying to like, you know, do particular tricks or trying to like, you know, do a flip to make sure I get the most. And I just, I, I, I just not, yeah, I just not feeling it. You were absolutely bang on about it being not a Betson game. You could be more, you couldn't have been more correct. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and like it, it, it is very similar to that of every other Roll Seven game. Is that like there's a story in there, but the story is kind of secondary to the gameplay. So if you're a real gameplay focused person, I imagine you might enjoy this more if the gameplay happens to kick with you, which for me it didn't. But yeah, there's like there's no story to like I can trudge through shitty gameplay if the story is entertaining, and it's not mm. doing that for me at all. And yeah, it's not landing at all. Uh, buddy in the chat jumps in and says, Roller Drome is fire. Uh, that was a fun but hard plant with really good accessibility options. I have heard that. 
So, uh, friend, friends, uh, sh- friend show the the team over at Dual Dual Sense Podcast over the US, another position podcast. Um, they were discussing about how they they had difficulty with the game from a motion sickness in that they something about the camera being too close and they, they just like wanted to fucking hurl they got like the vr sweats you know you know when you get the motion sickness a little mm. bit too much if they were just playing the game standard like i haven't had like, someone that gets a lot quite easily motion sick didn't have that problem but uh yeah no that game very much isn't for me have you gone back to drone uh yeah i've knocked out another level or two mm-hmm. i haven't played too much of it uh again i'm still i'm still enjoying it uh, I, f- I go in and kind of knock out a few <clears throat> few of the objectives each time I play a level. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I do have to agree with you. In certain levels, there is a lot of empty space and it does take uh, quite an effort to try and land those fluid combos from yeah. one side to the or other. Or at least what like feels are frozen, haven't I? So the, the level that I'm on at the moment, for instance, is actually three rooftops yeah. i've gone back to it. it's one of the early levels um but it's three rooftops and you're at like a essentially like a ski lodge okay jump from rooftop to rooftop to to, to hit all the enemies around it, it's very um it can be very hit and miss depending on how the one the enemies spawn in and line up as to what your essential like combo section mm. is going to be yeah especially when the combo of the combo at least from the the for me playing as the read that i got pardon me was that the 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 flow or the combo isn't the tricks it's the killing the enemies mm. right so i think that might be i think that's the part that i was i'm focusing on the tricks because to me a good combo in this style of game should be about you stringing tricks together while taking out people. If I wanted to, I'd just fucking skate around and take out the enemies. Like, apart from reloading, what's the incentive to do the roller part? Mm. Or am I re- I could be reading the game wrong too. Because, you know, history has shown moron. So, like, I don't know whether I'm, like, I'm in- reading the game incorrectly. Not sure. But other than that, uh, I played, I've played a bit more Rock Band this week as well. Um, just because I can, and I'm, I have been enjoying it. I, I've been doing this thing. Um, so I've been getting up, work, uh, getting up for work. I, I've had this real bad problem with getting up for work. No, <laughs> no, I've just kind of like you know, I might snooze in the alarm, and I get up a little bit later, and then I find myself sort of rushing to get to work on time. So what I've been doing, uh, just to try to get some better momentum and to sort of get my day going, is I'll get up when my alarm goes off, as I should, but the idea of rewarding myself for getting up at the appropriate time, I actually play games before I go to work. So like I'll go into, you know, I'll get up, do my shower, do whatever I got to get, get ready for the breakfast, get breakfast is that the other and I go, oh, sick. Well, I've got 20 minutes now. I'm going to sit down, I'm going to do a couple of runs of Cult of the Lamb. Maybe I'll play a couple of songs on, on Rock Band and just sort of like, you know, start the start the day on a fucking chill. Mm-hmm. Saying that though, like I was Before you to, get to work and there's just an absolute fucking shit storm of crap. Well, that's the idea. The idea is baseline myself and not feel yeah. frantic. So when I get to work, that if I do happen to, you know, as part of a job of, of being a senior manager, is that there is a bunch of shit that I have to do with on the, on the daily. So knowing that if I go, oh, I'm gonna, if I zen myself in, I'm going to be in a better space. Saying that, there was a good there was a good time when I was trying to get the bishops for, <laughs> for, for Cold Lamb. Go on work, just made me angrier. Uh, and then I was playing guitar here, uh, rock band four, sorry. And I was like, oh, I want to try hundred percent this song for no reason. 
that just made my day start fucking shittier again. Because it'd be like, I was like, for some reason, this is one particular sequence. And every time I, like a couple of times I'd get through it, but almost every time it's the exact same note, which tells me my brain, when I listen to that song, registers a different note that the game doesn't pick up or I miss here. Like maybe there's a reverb on it or something. So I'm like, and I go to strum a second time and there's no note. I'm like, fuck. That was annoying me. Because it, it's a song that I listen to quite often. It's uh, uh, I'm Not Okay by uh, Machine Gun Kelly with Youngblood and Burt McCracken from The Used. So it's a good, fun, simple-ish pop punk. But it's like that opening, like, dun, dun, you, know, you have, what the fuck am I telling you? You have no idea. You've never heard this song before in your life. But in the open, there's an opening acoustic section. Actually have, fucking. <laughs> yeah. And because uh, it's, it's, it's like a multi-strum yeah. uh, uh, intro, like it's not just one string, whatever. So, and I think I'm kind of he- hearing one that isn't there. But uh, yeah, it's kind of a problem. Other, other than that, I don't so uh, have you been playing anything other to do? Game I, I've literally only really played Destiny this week because the new season started. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. You yeah. hit me up the other day. You're yeah. like, look, mate, uh, expect nothing but Destiny talk for the next like couple of weeks because yeah. so, I'm excited for it. We're, we're out with Season of the Hunted and we're in with Season of Plunder. So oh, we're yeah, got pirate theme day. Eh? We're fucking space pirates, dude. We fight. We, oh, oh, it's so good. So. <clears throat> Is they this, onboard I'm, I'm gonna, your, this is your moment. Okay. Gush yeah. about fucking Destiny for a hot minute. So uh, I'm going to skip to a, a bit of the news story. I threw it in the quick bits because I knew I was going to talk about it throughout the show. <laughs> uh, earlier, earlier this week, Bungie had their big showcase to show off Lightfall, their next big expansion coming out February of next year. They announced that uh, we're going to Neptune. They're like, there was a fucking secret society there all along that we that no one knew anything about. Uh, they they so, announced that we're going to So there get- wasn't a secret society hidden in Uranus? Like, no, yeah, it was on no. Neptune? Disappointed. We've got a new darkness power called Strand. Oh! Strand's the new Kojima big thing. Kojima co- collaboration? It's a Strand game now? Uh, Death I, Stranding? I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hunter main, and I get a fucking kunai with chains as my new super. I'm super, like a rope dart. I'm super, super stoked. That's bad. And they're like, hey, you know, to, to incentivize people to check out this new thing, everyone gets grappling hooks to, 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 to traverse the world in. And I'm like, this is going to break a lot of the old encounters. And they're like, yep, we don't care. You can grapple onto anything. You they're can like, grapple yes, into nothingness will. and it will just anchor onto something. It'll be fine. I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to do this. But I kind of love the idea so that this is going to break everything. They go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they also announced that they're no longer sunsetting old expansions. Yeah, so, so my understanding for those that may not may not be aware, uh, one of the things that Destiny would do is like any raids or anything that weren't getting the love previously, they would kind of put them to the side, and like take them away. Otherwise, your safe your game file could be like fucking seventeen hundred. Yeah, my my understanding was their engine couldn't handle so much shit yeah. inside their game, so they would they would like okay, we're like five expansions deep now, we're gonna drop off the last yeah, one. Yeah, so no one's, so not no one's running that. these raids. Why keep them around? Yeah, which is a real shame because some of them are really cool. But they're, they're, that's that's no longer happening, which is awesome. And then obviously well, they're, they're like, hey, we're, we're, I think they upgraded their engine, apparently. That's oh, what they said. They're like, we're, we've been doing back-end work. We can do this now. And then obviously they're, they, they're like, hey, the new, the new season kicks off and we're doing Season of the Plunder. So you do, you essentially get your own pirate crew 
you go and uh, the new seasonal activity is you literally board another pirate ship and you go fuck their shit up and you steal all their treasure and you do treasure maps and yes, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm in uh, the new raid dropped the, well, the new raid dropped yesterday it's the old King's Fall raid from Destiny 1 oh, uh, so it was like the most the most mechanically heavy raid that they ever did and they added more to it um, apparently it's really buggy at the moment which is a real shame uh, they had a lot of, uh, a lot of shit break when new content comes out, funnily enough. So all heavy grenade launches in the game have been banned because instead of getting a 15% damage increase, it was 150%. <laughs> and that's, that's a fucking big whoops. Yeah. Um, well, Reverend Puck in the chat, one of our regular viewers, one of our personal favorite video viewers. And I, look, I'm totally biased, but they come each and every week and they're amazing. Uh, they've mentioned that they cleared the raid already. So... Uh, have they bit you? Oh yeah, I haven't even. I don't jump in on the first weekend. Now, I, I, I have no patience. I don't have a group of six to play with, and I have no patience to play with random f people on the internet. Now I remember you saying. Now I may be misremembering. I remember you saying that there was a was in championship mouth. belt on the line. Oh yeah, there is. The, the, the people who won the world's first for this raid race has won the last three. They got three fucking championship belts for, for getting world's first on the raid. So the way it works is they have... You have to finish the raid twice. Yeah. Um, and the second time is in contest mode where you have to... There's essentially like secret objectives for every single encounter in the raid. Okay. And if you don't do the specific uh, task, it wipes the whole raid. Oh. And you have to start again. So it's it's very interesting to see the the players do this. So Puck, I haven't I haven't watched a run through yet, but it uh, it looked intense. So Puck in the chat says every raid has a championship belt. Now are we talking yeah. a, a literal like belt? an actual li As literal belt. Could, like they will yes. send it to you, or is it an in-game belt? No, no, I'm. It's a literal belt. Oh well, suddenly I understand I mean, I said literal belt. You told me, I'm like suddenly I'm more invested in in uh, in Destiny, <laughs> but there's no way I'd ever get one. Not happening. It's fucking cool. Right? <laughs> Yeah. But what look, we'll, we'll back in what we've been playing um, with what I think, like, for some reason, <laughs> this week, I've I've been feeling the itch to play Fortnite. Now, mind you, I've never oh, actually played are it. You, are you one of those people? Okay, so, over the course of this week, because the Fortnite Dragon Ball Z crossover came, over, yeah. came in, turns out... Everyone younger than us are dumb and can't pronounce Kamehameha properly. It's just, it's it's irksome and young people are the worst. Well, that's understandable. Like, you know, if they've never heard it, they've never, they're not no. aware of it, it's fine. Like in the same way that I pronounce, I'm pretty sure I, I pronounced Hermione and, and Sirius, uh, Sirius Black wrong the entire time I read the book. It wasn't until someone said it to me and I went, oh... It's one of those things, you know, like, and that's fine. There you go. Puck's put in the chat a link to the, the, the title belt. Ooh, I'm Ryan's, viewing well, Ryan's viewing pleasure. But so for me, the reason, uh, oh my God, it is literal belt. That's, that's <laughs> it's a fucking literal belt. And look, it's, it's, it's it, okay. So it's, uh, it's interesting belt. It's on a black leather with a gold, uh, pl plates with a blue trimmings. Now, 
understandably because this is not a there's not a lot of these being made or anything but it's it's a relatively simple belt it's all like flat paddled there's no embossing there's no layered on it so it is a relatively simple belt by wrestling championship belt uh lines but uh yeah look, it's pretty fun cool at least these don't change hands once you've won these bastards you don't have to give them up that's true yeah and it's you know it's not no one can take no one can take your title of world's yeah, first yeah sure it's not predetermined it's it's not gonna not gonna change <laughs> But uh, yeah, and, yeah, cool. But I don't know the reason. I mean, I don't, I don't know why. Because I've always pooped on Fortnite. Always. It was. The, it's the new Destiny skins in Fortnite that's that's making you want to jump in, isn't it? No, well, I don't know. It's the no. It's the idea of the no build mode. If I'm being honest, I know that's been around for a little while. No build's good. And because the one of the things I hated about Fortnite when I did go back to it was that one time, and I was like, oh, because it was just people building. I was like, fuck this noise. But if I, you know, if I can play Fortnite and because look, there has to be something to it, right? There has to be. Like I've not really spent time with it, and like I played a lot of PUBG and I enjoyed PUBG, but there's got to be something to Fortnite for it to live this long, and it can't just be because of the characters that you like. It, it, it's impossible, right? There's got to be some sound mechanics to it. So, do do I do it? Just for a try. I mean, I mean, it's it's free. Yeah, sort of cost you anything to suss it out. It's true. Except for like real estate, real estate space on your hard drive. Yeah, unless like those PlayStation skins come available, and it's like, you want to buy Kratos? I'm like, yes, I do. They pop up every every once in a while. Yeah, that Horizon, I wouldn't mind picking up. You know, mm. Aloy would be pretty cute. But yeah, the idea. I'm, just I'm very proud of myself. I didn't, I, awesome. I didn't buy any Dragon Ball Z skins. Did how how it hard was, was it to, to hold that in? It was it was pretty hard. All right. Well, just for the best. I'm pretty sure that's everything that we've played. We've touched all those bits. Yeah. Let's get into the section we call Inform the Plays. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. Well, let's let's kick things off with a news article that I forgot to add in. Yeah. Everyone, it's all everyone, episode, Max. <laughs> everyone who owns a PS5, except people in the US, have got an ROI. Yeah. You, a return on investment for your PlayStation 5. They are going up in price. Uh, here in Australia, they're they're going up fifty dollars. Uh, PlayStation essentially put out a statement saying we're aware that you know everyone's in financial struggles because of the inflation. So to help out, extra fifty bucks for PlayStation Fives now. All right, yeah. <laughs> uh, shortly after, Microsoft came out and said we're not raising the prices on our consoles, and then Nintendo also joined them today, saying. For the moment, we don't see a need to increase the price of the Switch console. So, Ryan, yeah, are you glad that you bought your PlayStation so early, so you didn't have to spend an extra? You 50? and I bought ours day one. <laughs> there is no way we would have ever considered that they were going to go up in price. Like I think uh, 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 Oculus just did the same thing as well. They bumped up the price of their headset. Oh, like a hundo. Yeah. yeah. So like it's one of those weird things where like you think about it logistically. Yeah, it makes total sense, right? You know, things are things are harder to make than they ever have been before. Fucking inflation alone is kicking everyone's asshole in. Yep. But Sony profited like four something billion dollars in the last financial year. I don't think they're taking that much of a hit. Like, like that's take home profit, by the way. That's not total earnings. That's profit. So like, well, what if we just didn't up the price and we lose a little bit of profit, but 
you know, we keep the customer customer base happy. Therefore, they're more likely to buy a PS5 when it becomes available. That sounds like a solid idea. They didn't do that. Another article that I just realized that I didn't put in here. Uh, Sony are currently getting sued in the UK, every class action lawsuit, for their 30% cut from anything on the PlayStation Store. Which I believe is ridiculous because everyone has that. Yeah. Microsoft have a yeah. 30% cut. I think Epic's is 12. Steam's is yeah, yeah, Apple's 30. That was the whole point of that Apple Epic debate. Microsoft's yep. 30. Nintendo's 30. PlayStation's oh, yeah. 30. In the, in the UK, there's apparently a class action lawsuit going on at the moment about uh, PlayStation essentially ripping people off by charging that 30% marketplace It's a private fee. storefront. And it, look, it's one of those, it's difficult. And I think, I think the whole point around that is the monopolization. Like if you want digital copies mm. of the game, it's the only place to buy it. Yeah, but you can still buy it physically in theory, right? There are people that have digital versions of the game and that's a bit shit. But like, yeah, I understand, I can see the sprinkle of, of why that would be potentially a thing. Um, however, and like, unless there's like a, a but because it's 30%, but if the conversation is, it's a fixed, if it's a fixed dollar value. So say we calculate the games to be a hundred dollars Australian. So you're going to get 70, 70 bucks. I get 30 deal. And if they go, and then suddenly the price become oh the price becomes more. The games are now one hundred and thirty dollars, and they're like, yeah, but our original deal says that you would get seventy, and we get the rest. So that's fifty for us now. That is that would be reasonable for a class action. But if that percentage is scalable and it's one hundred and thirty bucks, they still get you know. I mean, I don't know if they're basing it on the fact that now that they have a skew of consoles that's own that's digital only, it kind of forces them to only be able to purchase their make their purchases through that but regardless it kind of seems a little bit yeah like, it'll be one of those things that every probably... other storefront is the one is charging the essentially the same amount epic's the only one who's kind of gone above and beyond and lowered their 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 share value yeah look you could sue anyone for anything really but whether it comes together or not it's a very different circumstance like i imagine this we start at five billion five billion end up at like I don't know, eight thousand bucks or something because <clears throat> like this is the figure that they're they're asking for and they'll yeah. go <laughs> no which one of those things but in terms of the cost of the cost of the console going up it's fucking weird it really is i i think it's a little bit it's it's a it's a horrible fucking pr move and it is a uh incredibly bad business strategy in that why yeah like i understand that companies are all about profit but when you're hitting the billions of dollars you can take some hits now. Understandable. This is on the this is on the information from memory that the PS5 was actually being made at a profit, and now I guess now they're breaking even. I guess like it's fifty bucks is a substantial kick. So say they were if if they were only making thirty bucks profit per console by bumping it to fifty, okay, because the so the idea it's a it's a it's, uh, it's quite an exponential thing. So that's it. So say if you're making a console and it's 30 bucks in the negative, like every console you make, you lose 30 bucks. You make two, that's 60. You make three, you're now 90 bucks down. You make four, that's 120 bucks down. And then you extrapolate that into millions. You are suddenly just chewing through money. But if they weren't making a profit, sorry, if they were making a profit and they still are, well, it's a very fucking different conversation. That's just greed. But, but it's it's interesting that it's everywhere 
but the US. Yeah. I don't like know every, why like that everyone's is. getting everyone's getting hit by inflation at the moment. Look, it's because the US is a third world country and hitting them with this right now would be pretty gnarly. Like, you know, like, yeah. There's theories, I've, I've read theories about it because Australia, uh, Australia, because America is essentially a, uh, PlayStation's base operations right now, and because most of the most of uh, press, media, etc. Uh, are from the US, like, if they don't get the hit, they won't cover it. They'll go, okay. Because, like, really, in the scope of the world's entertainment, media, consum- creation and consumption, who gives a fuck what Australians have to say, really? So that's your skill up. But he well deserves it. But yeah, like, and, and this is the thing. So we'll discuss about this before the, before we start recording. It seems as if like availability is getting better and better. Um, so like getting a PS Five seems more accessible than ever. Like I know pre orders are still selling out like hotcakes in uh, for EB Games and JB Hi-Fi here in Australia. But like the, I guess the backlog of pre-orders is cleared up. Like no one's waiting on their pre-order at the moment. It's just they are we're, they are pop, popping up more often too. Yeah, we're getting more, and the turnaround's like a month. We compare it was like six months or whatever. Where now it's like, hey, if you pre-order, it'll probably come next month, and it does. And it, you know, but the problem is there's no wait list anymore like there once was. Um, yeah, and I said all like all my all my friends that were seeking one now have one. That's interesting. Uh, and Buddy jumps in and confirms the US is Microsoft's strongest region. That's true. And if you and if they're suddenly concerned about optics, etc., and when it comes to competition, having them bump up the price in their market of in the base market of their strongest competitor, that would be bad. Um, but if you know if, if they looked at all those other regions and they're the market leader by a substantial amount, well, they could probably take a hit. But I don't know. It's 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 a price hike. And somewhat scarcity of the product still doesn't look good at all, mm. at all. But yeah, and as the the thing that made me chuckle when I think you mentioned it was like, hey, you know, the Sony statement is like, hey, look, everything's getting more expensive, everything's getting really tough, and man, we feel ya. So it's it's more expensive. <laughs> like it's so yeah. fucking like it really is just not reading the message the, the message the messaging was rough yeah it's, it's not reading the room at all yeah I'll, I'll this is this is what it says on the playstation blog so it's the global economic environment is a challenge it's a challenge that many of you around the world are no doubt experiencing we are seeing high global inflation rates as well as adverse currency trends impacting consumers and creating pressure on many industries based on these challenging economic conditions we have made the difficult decision to increase the recommended retail price of the PS5 in these markets. <laughs> Suck a dick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's like now it's it's gone up fifty bucks, and every box you every PS5 you open has uh, just a picture of Jim Ryan holding your controller poorly and giving the finger in the other hand. He's just <laughs> just that kind of guy. All right. Jumping to the next bit. Uh, so, Discord integration, Max. Now, we've talked about on the show before, a good hunk of times, about how Sony threw some money at Discord. Yeah, it's still not on the PS5 yet, or PlayStation at all. But Sony will allegedly be bringing full, full Discord integration, Max. Not this fucking weird uh, app shit. Including voice chat to the PS5 in the quote, coming months. 
This follows Xbox's manufacturer Microsoft beating position to the punch, despite the latter investing in the social media platform, as we discussed earlier. According to Xputer, it's a good name for a company, reporter Tom Henderson, citing sources who previously leaked the DualSense Edge, which we'll get to shortly, the integration has been in the, quote, quality assurance phase for the past couple of months, end quote, with progress reportedly going very well. Henderson reports that the functionality could be added as part of the next milestone firmware update after version 6.0, which is currently being beta tested. Due out in mid-September, version 6.0 includes request, uh, requested features like game library folders and 1440p output. Now, Max, you use Discord a lot. We're using Discord to, to just recall right now. Yeah, we are. So, uh, like, like we said, we've, we've spoken about this a lot, and I think it was the back end of last year that Sony threw some money at Discord, and Jim Ryan's like, yep, It'll be coming early 2022. Uh, yeah, Due to financial markets, whatever, you know. <laughs> we missed missed the missed the buzzer on that one, unfortunately. If I can get this out by the end of the year, that'd be that'd be great. Because so many now that so many games are doing multi-platform, cross-platform play, yeah. all of that stuff, most in-game chat functionalities are absolute hot garbage. Yeah. And everyone uses Discord. If we can get native Discord on PS5 and I can just open a Discord chat. It would, as long as I don't have to use my as long as I don't have to use my fucking smartphone to set up the chat first. Yeah, like I I, I want I, I want I want a literal Discord app in my on my PlayStation 5. And the thing that I that I argued at the time when when Microsoft announced that they were getting their partial integration, I think that was the answer. Cuz remember you were like, "Why the fuck do they get it first? I'm like, "That's why." Because it's partial. Like, they're like, well, we can flip that quicker because there's less work for us to do. But if you're doing full, like, if you have access to all of Discord's features on your PS5, that is a substantial amount of effort to get together. Mm. Especially, we know, the like, PlayStation has shitty keyboards and whatnot. And a big hunk of what Discord is, aside from its voice and video chat, is its text. Uh, it's mm. forum-based discussion. So, there's a couple different things to, to consider uh, when oh, yeah, when sure. building the the app, so I understand why it's taking a little bit longer, but uh, yeah, because like I know you have a a, a a voice chat party that you that you and the crew frequent currently. I had to mute the notifications because I stopped giving <laughs> a shit that you or someone joined at eight o'clock at night. I'm like, great, go you. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But yeah, uh, so yeah. the PlayStation Five party system is fine, but like I said, now that more and more games are going cross platform. Just the in in game chat functionality for most titles is just hot garbage. Yeah. And and being able to just use Discord will make life so much easier for a lot of people. Yeah. But it'll be really cool using Discord in VR in possibly early twenty twenty three. Yeah. So obviously earlier this week, as you as you alluded to, Sony showed off the PSVR two and said it is coming early twenty twenty three. However, the PlayStation VR 2 headset will be playable for the first time at Tokyo Game Show 2022. On the show floor, it has been confirmed. Attendees can sample the next-gen device through a Resident Evil Village demo, with the Japanese showcase taking place from the 15th to 18th of September this year. This will be the very first time PSVR 2 has been playable publicly. The demo will deliver, quote, 
the ultimate immersion in a demo based around Castle Dimitres from Resident Evil Village. For their troubles, players will be handed a clear file set based on the game and upcoming remake Resident Evil 4. Quote, this will be the first opportunity for PlayStation users to experience PlayStation VR 2. Please visit the Tokyo Game Show 2022 Capcom booth. Sony has confirmed PSVR 2 will launch in early 2023. I just had a moment because I Mm -hmm. just had a thought process. Did it hurt? It did. You know what's in forty? Da- you know what's in forty days, Max. The time of recording. Pax Australia. Oh, now, yeah. I went hands-on, uh, way pre-release uh, on the PSVR one at Pax Australia. So, would that be there? It's certainly possible. Is it safe with COVID? No. But <laughs> if it's there, I'm gonna fucking play it. Like I'm, I'm gonna pull all the possible strings that I can. I'll ride all the coattails. I'm gonna put the fucking headset on. I want to play with it. And same as like the Capcom, like because you know Capcom previously um, have had uh, Resident Evil playable. They had the really cool setup for Resident Evil uh, remake two for the two remake. They had a really cool setup for uh, uh, seven Biohazard. So they had that playable in VR one year, which was also really cool. So I would I I don't think PlayStation have confirmed their presence at PAX Australia yet. Like they've li- everyone that's listed so far is sort of your major publishers and independents, but I don't neither neither Microsoft or PlayStation have said they're coming out yet. I so, actually haven't looked yet. Yeah, well, if you if you look over like player2.net.au or wellplayed well-played.com.au, they do have articles listing the 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 just the companies that will be there. Um, so that'd be pretty cool. I'm hoping this means we can go hands on. Uh, and I'm gonna make, if it is available, I'm gonna make it happen. I will find a way. I will uh, kiss all the hands. I will shake all the babies. Um, I will do what I can because I got guess that fucking thing on my head. But uh, yeah, so it's a random like random drop. I think it was like eleven o'clock at night or something real weird. Like a lot of PlayStation's media, social media, just started posting pictures of the the headset going early 2023. And I was like, damn, that seems a little bit weird to drop just on a socials but like that's some valentine's day vr yeah so it's interesting interesting strategies but um look one of the other things that dropped this week from a cool tech perspective is playstation and they're on the edge of glory about six years too late a new page on the official playstation website has revealed what buyers of the ps5 dual sense edge controller should expect to receive once it's out max you'll be asking the this, question this, though this was this was announced at gamescom by the way let's just preface yeah, that preface that, that was gamescom. the biggest, biggest biggest announcement at gamescom for playstation so max we i, I hear you asking ryan what is the PlayStation, the PS5 DualSense Edge? I'm like, why the fuck are you asking me, Max? You wrote the news doc. But oh, just in case you've forgotten, uh, PlayStation are, are finally releasing their own first-party manufactured uh, Elite controller, essentially. So the controller will come with, uh, like, it's a standard DualSense, essentially, but it's got removable sticks i think or or at least like buttons on the front it's, it's probably heavier like i've only really shown like a render video of it there's not a whole lot to get excited about there's back buttons there's front extra front buttons up my apologies i i don't know there's a couple different things i am i am kind of bummed out that it's only two back paddles not four yeah but you got the but, but there's back paddles but then there's little triggers under the under the uh thumbsticks 
didn't say that. We'll pull up the picture. Me, it could be. Let me let me pull up this thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. So according to this, Sony's making the purchase a one-stop shop for all things custom customizability. No, no, my my dude, you can see the back panels from. The oh front. well, that makes more sense. Uh, by housing the components in a carrying case and offering multiple variants of each tool, so very similar to that of the Elite and the Elite, the Xbox Elite and the Xbox Elite Two. It does come. Everything's in the case. All nice. It comes with a controller, a lovely braided cable. Uh, two standard stick caps, two high dome stick caps, a replaceable um, uh, thumbsticks, very similar to the Elite, almost identical to the Elite actually. Two half dome back buttons, two lever back buttons, a connecting a connector housing, and the carrying case. Now, one of the things the carrying case also charges the fucking thing, which is kind of cool. So the page confirms that the stick modules can be purchased separately, opening up the possibility of Sony offering further customization options, other colors, for example, or pieces themed around specific games, which would be cool. You'll also be able to charge the, con the controller while it's in the carrying case, and the connector housing ensures the braided USB cable will never suddenly fall out of its socket. As of yet, there is no release date or expected price. Max, I'm seeing at least 250 for this. Australian, yeah, easy. Yeah, my my guess will cost about double the price of a DualSense. <laughs> now, as you are someone who loves themselves a scuff controller, uh, I myself have touched a couple of different uh, PS4 uh, uh, fancier, higher level. Like I, I did the thr the Thrustmaster E Swap Pro. I dicked about with the Razer Raiju Max. You, yeah, so you've you've handed a couple of different scuffs, but I would still argue. Even as much as I love the DualSense, the best, one of the best feeling controllers is the Xbox Elite. It's heavy in a good way. It's metal in terms of all the, it, it, it's a fucking brilliant controller. And if you can give me a DualSense with all the benefits of the Elite, you've got my attention. But once again, I don't really use back pedals. I don't really use all that sort of stuff. But like, does this get your, your nips hard? Is this? It'll depend. It'll depend. I, well, <laughs> Hopefully someone I know will get one so I can have a play around with it before I oh, commit to the commit to the 200 and whatever price point it's coming in at. It's like, gra granted, that's roughly how much I spent on my scuff control for my PS4. Mm. But the reason why I went for that option as opposed to like the just getting the, the back paddle attachment that PlayStation mm. bought out or any of those other controllers is they were shaped at the time like an Xbox controller. Yes. And I and I like that shape more than what I like. It was the 360 controller specifically though, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And I like that shape more than what I like the 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 dual the dual shock at that time. Mm -hmm. I prefer that that feel. But like looking at this this is this is essentially just it looks like it's kind of still an attachment to, in a, in a yeah, way. It looks the like they've that, pulled out a bottom part and they've built a a, a bottom component. Yeah, and it's ma and it's a math. It's, sorry, it's like fucking piano black. That's gonna get fingerprints <laughs> instantly. Which is fine. It, it'll all like. And the the other thing is, I was talking to the guys over at News to Review, uh, and I said the only real I don't use my, my I don't miss those back paddles anymore because I only really use them when playing first person shooters, and I don't play a lot of them anymore. Mm. Oh, I can't actually... I don't see myself actually needing this anymore because I'm not the gamer that I used to be. I was going to say, but yeah, is the reason you're not playing first-person shooters as much is because you don't have those back paddles? Like, would this no, be enough to get you back in? have gotten bad. They have gotten bad. They have been very 
and and I've gotten bad at them. I've got like old man reflexes now. It's oh like, man, welcome to can't compete about with six like years ago. I can't compete with the like the twelve years that have all got like you know issues. That Which is part of the just... reason I want I want to play Fortnite, but also <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna hate it. I'm gonna hate it so hard. <laughs> yeah, because some little prick's gonna beat me because they don't. Have oh work. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm expecting yeah mid two hundreds plus. It wouldn't surprise me if it was like two eighty, two seven nine. Hopefully, again, hopefully they get them out this year, I yeah, guess. But going uh, from nice the discussion to... of what the PS5 just bumped up to and knowing PSVR 2 is around the corner as well, it makes you very worried about how much of that's going to cost now. It's it's, it's just going to get real expensive real fast. I'm single income, man. I'm poor as fuck. How am I going to get the things that these, these luxury boutique hey, items that I want? Luxury boutique items. Uh, all right, speaking of luxury boutique items that are going to break the bank, let's talk <laughs> all the PlayStation-related announcements coming out of Gamescom opening night live. Dead Island 2 still exists, apparently, and will be out yeah. on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 in February of next year. Because who the fuck was still asking for that? <laughs> uh, Hogwarts Legacy showed off a new trailer all about the dark arts, and, and there was uh, some... Collector's edition with a floating wand over a book. It's like three hundred dollars, apparently. Did you get it? No, not spending three hundred dollars on a floating wand. Yeah, but you are like there are... you are majorly gay for Harry Potter, though. Look, as someone who has not next to me for some reason, there, there must be somewhere else. I have two Harry Potter wands. That's what I'm saying. I've been to Harry Potter World. I'm a cute. I've got a Harry Potter tattoo. I'm a, a big fan of that. Um, so then, why are you not like instantly jumping on these collectors? I, I'm not a collector's edition guy. I just, That's true. I don't do That's it. a very good I point. Just, That's a very good point that you don't own any, I don't think. Yeah, no. I, I think James the last collection, I think literally the last collection edition that I purchased was Dark Souls 2 and that game was atrocious and I regretted that it purchase. Burnt me real quick. Yeah, burnt me real quick. Uh, speaking of Souls-like games, Lies of P got a new gameplay trailer. The Pinocchio-based Souls-like Oh, I've, he- I've heard about this. Because, like, I haven't watched a trailer um, or anything. I've been really kind of distant from Gamescom. Um, but... Rad. Apparently it's rad. Yeah, it's, like, it real so weird looking. Yeah. Uh, Atlas Has Fallen is a new game coming... Uh, is it Atlas Fallen or Atlas Has Fallen like Olympus Has Fallen? It's, 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 it's Atlas Fallen. Uh, this is coming from the dev team behind The Surge. Yeah, that's not a, that's not a good thing to brag about. Um, Lords of the Fallen uh, no, no, Two. No, no. Uh, the Lords uh, of the Fallen. Hang on, I was getting there. Lords of the Fallen Two has decided that the Lords of the yeah, Fallen it's is like a better title. Layers of Fear. Um, that is <laughs> that will be coming to PlayStation Five at some point. There was just an announcement trailer with no release date. Gotham Knights has decided to come out four days earlier than anticipated. It is now releasing on the twenty first of October. Hey, it's already gold. Why, why, you know, why, why hold it back? Uh, Sonic Frontiers has decided to ruin Skull and Bones' uh, day <laughs> by releasing on November the 8th. Oh, man. I hope. <laughs> I so hope Sonic Frontiers does better than Skull and Bones. That would be funny. No one's buying either of those games because God of War is allegedly coming out the day after. Fuck you with your allegedly. <laughs> uh, June Awakening will be an open world MMO based on the film. No release date was given, just the an announcement. The trailer looks really good, yeah. especially with this big sand butthole. Like, um, yeah, it looks good. Not for me. Uh, Fa- Phantom Hellcat is a new game from the All In team, known for Tools Up. Now that's a good claim to fame. I fucking love Tools Up. 
Yeah, no, that's why I put it in there for you. Yeah. Uh, Quantic Dream will be publishing Parallel Studios Under the Waves next year. Well, this is fascinating because Quantic Dream, after Detroit, they essentially were like, and all their controversies or whatever, they're like, we're just gonna we're gonna start publishing for a little bit, um, yeah. and they're working on their Star Wars game as well. So it's a it's great. It's another way to make some money come in, especially with their seem to not want to like after the troubles with playstation i have a feeling they don't want to connect themselves to a publisher anymore so they're like well rather than be burned by someone we'll just do it ourselves uh tales from the borderlands is coming october 21st isn't it like all new tales of the borderlands or something yeah so it's a new tales of the borderlands um with all new characters looks cool uh, Goat Sim 3 gameplay trailer was released, and that's looking as bonkers as one would expect from a Goat Simulator game. Good to know. Park Beyond got a new trailer, which will be out on PlayStation 5 next year. Uh, Callista Protocol got another gameplay trailer, if you're a fan of the, um, the Outer Space Spooks. Moving Out 2, yes. another big one, will be hitting PlayStations next year. Which is fantastic. So SMG, a studio based out of here in Australia, best known for Death Squared as well as Moving Out. Um, yeah, I'm very excited for Moving Out too. I think that would be awesome. Uh, Kojima, Kojima now has a Spotify podcast. Yeah, it's English and Japanese, which is interesting. English and he Japanese. does not speak English that, that well. Um, Keely's part of it. Yeah, so the so idea boy, is... Keely just comes in and does like some new stuff and it's... It's kind of like an industry podcast, which yeah. is cool. There's going to be a lot of like, you know, interviewing people, talking about all these mm. buddies, you know, like, hey, it's Guillermo del Toro. And it's two people that speak English poorly on a podcast. Can't wait. Um, <laughs> but no, the idea is, yeah, it's just got a him talking about movies and philosophy and books and art and yeah. just Kojima to be, be Kojima. So for those that are big Kojima marks, you know, it's probably a good little space to check I'm gonna, out. I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a listen. Oh, check yeah. it out. Yeah. And lastly, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is a new asymmetrical multiplayer game which is doing 7v3. And it will be based on the 1988 movie. I was going to say, that sounds like a movie. And because it yeah, it's, is. One of, it's one of those B-grade horror films yeah. from memory. <laughs> yeah. How has how Gamescom been for you so far, Max? It's been pretty cool. I've enjoyed what I've seen. Uh, some, I know, this is a, I know this is a PlayStation show, but... Some of the some of the Microsoft announcements were really cool. Uh, there's a new game coming from Squanch with um, uh, animated talking weaponry, which looked fucking hilarious. Yeah, that looked fucking weird. I yeah, that was pretty fun. <laughs> um, Lies of P's coming day one games pass. Um, yeah, which is interesting because apparently it won the award for like best PlayStation game. <laughs> and it's coming straight to day one of games. Fuck, that's a bold strategy. But one yeah. thing I did notice, um, Max, and that you didn't fucking put on this list, and I'm only deeply offended. You did put two other games that um, that I enjoy, so thank you. But you didn't talk about, about AEW Fight Forever. It was there, playable for the first I time to- on the floor. <laughs> I got, fo- I, I saw photos of it. You know, like it's it's there. It, I, it's in. I don't recall ever seeing uh, AEW at Gamescom. Well, you're fucking wrong because they had a ring set up and everything. Thing. Evil Uno of the Dark Order was there. <laughs> uh, yes, I, uh, I want uh, to play it. I got to play it. And how did you? Di- how dare you not cover that? I t- no, totally know why you wouldn't have done it. Because like I need to talk about wrestling more in, a, in this in this podcast. But yeah, that's uh, just me. it. Also, just wasn't in the list that I saw of release stuff. So no, no one cares. My bad, I guess. Yeah. 
Uh, one thing that no one seems to care about, the Embracer Group, just buying more things. So the Embracer Group has, has completed its acquisition of Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and various other assets. According to a press release from the Swedish juggernaut, quote, all conditions for the transaction, including regulatory approvals, have now been fulfilled and the transaction may be completed. But the check bounced. No, it didn't. It concludes, quote, Embracer has therefore today completed the acquisition. In addition to the aforementioned studios, Embracer Group will also gain access to the catalog of IPs, including Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Thief, Legacy of Kane, and more. Quote, further information will be given by the companies and Embracer Group at a later date. End quote. The press release concludes. So, Max, the, the ever-growing IP uh, conglomeration uh, acquisition of Embracer continues. This is something we knew about already, but it's finally coming together and the deal has been done. So what yep. there is to say. Uh, also on the rumor mill, uh, earlier this week, uh, coming from USA Today, reporting on the word from GLHF sources, according to the report, Amazon was set to buy EA later that day. In, a, in an update from USA Today, their original report uh, has been updated. The publication now says that GLHF, a Swedish games media company, cited, quote, <laughs> unnamed and unvetted sources, and the initial claim that Amazon would announce its purchase of EA has been removed completely. Effectively, the rumor has been reduced to fuck all. Cool. So that probably another, it was probably, I think Gary Witter again. Schreier, I know Schreier also took to Twitter. He's like, yeah, I, I, I've messed with some of my people and apparently no one at EA knows that they're being bought. So like, no, probably yeah, not happening. The, the jokes that I was making on the day and, uh, was the idea that, you know, having fucking EA and Amazon come together, like as some sort of, you know, a fucking megazord of, of treating their people poorly. You know, that, it's pretty pretty impressive. The only way it would have gotten better is if, yeah, uh, in comes Ubisoft as the Green Ranger with their freaking mouth trumpet flute of sexual harassment in the workplace. And they sort of, you know, get to be this awesome uh, group of ultimate companies to hate. You know, it's pretty yeah. impressive. Like, EA has won, like, the worst company ever for, like, a handful of years in a row. Amazon's getting pretty up there. So, like, why compete with your, your fellow worst company when you can just become the worstest company? It's a, it's a good effort but yeah e amazon says the puck i uh, yeah that's but it's funny because it all happened within like two hours i was like oh, yes yeah, nothing yeah it's funny it was a whole it was a whole trip what would what do you think about this max like obviously we, we talk about our different um you know extra no no andrew tate is fucking zordon in this scenario um <laughs> but yeah, you want like what would you what was your thought process as you see the idea of Amazon and EA almost merging? Uh it was it was like, damn, now I have to give my money to Bezos every time I want to play a fucking sports game. Yeah. It's literally the only thing that went through my mind. I'm just like, eh, I don't really care. I don't for the most part, I don't really Yeah, EA is a company doesn't really interest me. Anymore. Yeah. There's nothing they do that gets me excited. Like, even that way. But like from a from once again, from an acquisitions can you know conglomeration thing i'm like you, you, everyone just please go back to last week i got real ranty about last week it was it was pretty intense <laughs> yeah like there's uh, always, like in the in the chat that max and i have there was the picture of the you know there's that 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 guy there's that woman just yelling in his ear hole apparently that was the entire of last week's episode <laughs> which also checks out 
Uh, you can skip the first the first uh, dot point in the quick bits because I covered that. Oh, good. Well, in that it's case, quick crap. bits. Uh, the Game Awards will be making their return on December 8th. Get excited. Ninth, ninth Games Awards show. Yep. So just expect a lot of uh, marketing from uh, Tencent and uh, their uh, alternate company, Level Infinite. So, you know, so it's good to know that uh, Jeff Keighley is also being purchased by um, Tencent. I'm sure you'll find that he is, in fact, acquired by Tencent shortly. PS5's Knights of the Old Republic remake has been handed off to a different studio uh, as uh, uh, it was Aspire, but now it's going to Saber Interactive, which is great because Saber Interactive... They're both owned by Embracer. They're, yeah, they're both owned by Embracer, which is... Yeah, so apparently what happened is a ton of higher-ups from Aspire got fired over the showcase yeah, of... Hard, so essentially what happened is they... Uh, this is from the rumor mill anyway, all the sources. Uh, yeah. Is that they went to show off uh, the the slice of the game that, hey, here's what we've been working on for the last couple of years. Here's Knights of the Republic. And their response was, what the fuck? You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. You're fired. And you are no longer working on this game, so like yeah, that's so a f- it's the it's the European division of Saber Interactive. Yeah, Saber are fucking good, and they have been doing good work for a while, so that would make total sense. But buddy, just to clarify on uh, his on the Game Awards, they've jumped in and said we have fifteen minutes of awards and two hours of ads exactly. And, uh, and Dwayne and the Rock Johnson will be there Kojima. again to be like, hey, here's my Black Adam trailer or whatever. Kojima will rock up and you know fart, and everyone will get really excited. Um, <laughs> You know, it's a bunch of different things. Uh, Sifu is getting a new update this week, including new go- gameplay modes to tweak health, damage, and structure. Cool, for those still playing Sifu. Uh, Netflix's Resident Evil series will not be renewed for a second season. Good, I heard it was, it was a hot trash. I tried to watch 10 minutes of that fucking thing, and I was like, Ugh! so I stopped watching, <laughs> and so that's good. Uh, Aloy has been confirmed for the Horizon and Netflix show. That's pretty cool. Uh, and one thing that was mentioned in the chat we haven't discussed, uh, PlayStation, originally PlayStation exclusive Death Stranding, speaking of Kojima, uh, will no longer be uh, exclusive to the PlayStation and or PC uh, with, as it was published by 505 Games. It's now coming to Games Pass on the PC. So not console, yep. just Games Pass PC. So, that's fucking cool. Like, well, look, as in for the, me, it's, it it's only sold as meant. Not the director's it, cut. It's just the, the standard version, not the director's uh-huh. cut. Ah, you don't get whatever the director's cut had. So this is the interesting didn't have, thing. Didn't have, the director's cut had like the racing car track. Yeah, it totally did. That was that's <laughs> more stun guns apparently. This is an interesting for me, and and Buddy brings this up in the chat as well. So they say, I cannot wait to see the outlets that hated and dragged Death Stranding now that it's coming to Games Pass. Suddenly the game's going to get a bunch of praise just because it's on, you know, because we, we have talked about this for a little while as well with this concept that there seems to be this very PlayStation directed fucking front at the moment on like games media as well as general social media. It's just everyone's pooping on PlayStation. And it's interesting that a game that was so divisive and got so shat on like Death Stranding, I can only imagine, like it's, I'm very curious to see what, if anyone picks it up on Games Pass on PC and, and reviews it or whichever, because like, I, st- I still get mad about Power Up here in Australia, giving it a fucking three. No, two, it was a two. A game is not a two. There are so many worse games. Like, fuck, it was fuck, our game of the year. Yeah, out, fuck it? you. Like that game is great. You are just <laughs> objectively wrong. 
objectively <laughs> wrong. Because five, if you're using a scale of zero to ten, five is down the middle. A two should mean the game is fucking unplayable. You are wrong. Like, objectively, there is nothing about that game that is a two. It's just not possible. It plays well. The story's, like, story's incredibly competent. It's actually brilliant, but I'm talking about it from, like, a, if you want to bring mm. it down to its points, game plays well. It looks fantastic. It sounds fantastic. The story is objectively good. It is, it is entertaining. Like, yes, there's none of that ongoing gameplay loop, but like you, you know, I'm sorry, and it was Buddy's game of game of the generation. Uh, so the fuck. Um, but I'm very curious what people think about it now. But as as you know, as as we we talked about, we, we talked about the idea of or what were PlayStation exclusives coming to PC. Death Stranding. It didn't sell that many units at launch anyway. There's no more to be sold on PlayStation. It apparently did pretty good on PC. Why not put it on Games Pass? You know, like it doesn't hurt. Yeah, it, it just means that more people get to experience it, which I can only hope changes that collective narrative. Everyone goes, "This game's really fucking good," because like if it's free, quote unquote, people will be able to spend. They'll be more open to battle through um, that slow slog at the start. But I think the slow slog is one of the best parts of the game. Upcoming titles this week, Ryan. Coming out on the 30th of August, we have Commandos 3 HD Remaster for PS4, Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed PS5, PS4, Dusk Diver 2 PS5, PS4, F1 Manager 2022 PS5, PS4, Inscription PS5, PS4, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Cowabunga Collection PS5, PS4, and Tinykin PS5, PS4. On the 31st of August, we have Fantasy Star Online 2 for PlayStation 4. 1st of September, we have Chenzo uh, Club, PS4, and The Mysteries of Ranko Tagawa, Murder on the Marine Express, PS5, PS4. And lastly, 2nd of September, we have JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R, PS5, Lego Brawls, PS5, PS4, Made in Abyss, Binary Star, Falling into Darkness, PS4, and uh, lastly, The Last of Us, Part 1, PS5. Yeah, there's, like, so look, I know, some, I got, you know, like, buddy in the chat and a friend of the show uh simon blackburn take my tone i know they're both really uh real real into the f1s at the moment so possibly f1 manager might be a good game for them uh inscription i've heard nothing but good things about i know you've sang its praises Mm. the old tmt games tmt tmnt games are pretty tight um pardon me but uh yeah i guess the big one obviously the last one is obviously the big one here um, we so we can't talk about it, but um, yeah, like I look, what the what things you and I are discussing. Like we we're very lucky in the position that we are for the content that we make. Is that we normally get to play games that we want to, and we can't wait because like they're games we're excited for. So we were discussing whether because Saints Row is out, and apparently it's trash, but I really want to play it, even if it's trash. Because I haven't played a game that's like, you know, when we do our game of the year and like we're in, we're almost in September. So like, uh, I always kind of get hard at the end of the year. Like, what's my worst game of the year? Because I only have to pick games that I want to play. So I don't really have, don't really get disappointed, but. (laughs) Saints Row could make that Saints Row could be that list. It could be its default winner. (laughs) I want to check it out. 
I think I'm, I'm just going to do it. I'm going I'm to pull the pin. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it for the Pop C account so you'll know both of both play it. Hang on. Yeah. Uh, you should see if you can get a review copy of Saints Row. We did. We tried. But uh, uh, it's one of those things where I'm yet to actually know any content creator. So any individual that's been categorized as a content creator to be provided a code. Uh, but I know media's had it. Um, and I imagine they're like, it's interesting. Like everyone's reviewing it so, so harshly yet. They have forking out money to people to promote it. So the same people that went, this game fucking sucks. Suddenly they're doing streams, promoting the game. Mm. That's weird. But yeah, like I'm like, yeah, I've, we've tried to go the review, the review copy path. Uh, no success. Oh, oh, there. Uh, okay, cool. Did he, did, sorry, uh, Max just messaged me and goes, hey, we know X person that has it. I, I don't know whether they got a code for it or whether they... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but they're a lot... They're, they're a, a relatively pro, uh, proficient uh, and... Uh, getting, proficient. Not proficient, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> prolific. They're a little bit of a yeah. prolific you know, content creator in the space, so it makes sense where we are fucking weirdos who sit in this weird middle ground, so... Mm. You know, and I guess if if anyone knows what we do, they'd understand that we would try to be a bit more critical and do that more reviewy approach. So we would like likely poop on it. Uh, but what's in life too short to consume bad media? Which is probably a good idea. If anything, that life is too short to consume bad media. So let's wrap up this episode now, so no one has to sit through this bad media too much longer. Uh, uh, well, on that note, sick burn on <clears> ourselves. <throat> This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, you can check out our socials. Discord, Instagram, and Twitter are the best ways. Our Facebook does exist. It will get it back. All those links can be found in the description below. But if you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash popcultures, where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can by telling your friends, telling your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash popcultures, as well as our merchandise store, popcultures.com slash shop. We make my shirts and other sort of shit with our logos on it. Hey, no, we make shit, we, we make fun of our Patreon, but without that Patreon, we wouldn't be able to buy Saints Row and poop on it. So there you go. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the plays.